What's in your strategic plan for 2023? From the classics, like liquidity and check processing, to the cutting edge, like real-time payments. You name it, Aloya Corporate Federal Credit Union is here to make it happen. And to make it easier. It's that simple. Our job is to make your job easier. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Seku Andrews believes in the power of words. Andrews will provide the opening Ed Filene talk at the 2023 CUNA Governmental Affairs Conference, which will be held February 26th through March 2nd in Washington, D.C., I'm Ron Jose, Senior Editor with CUNA News. In this interview, Andrews will share insight on how he created the Poetic Voice Speaking category to inspire unconventional and innovative thinking. The Poetic Voice seamlessly fuses inspirational speaking with spoken word poetry. Among Andrews' many accomplishments are two National Poetry Slam championships and the first Best Spoken Word Album Grammy nomination for a poet in 30 years. As Andrew says in this interview, he hopes to inspire attendees to take that next step or start that project they delayed in a cloud of uncertainty. The inspiration for that next step is as often as not a strong human connection with the people in your life. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Let's start with your name. It has some meaning behind it and it kind of informs your poetic voice. Do you want to start there? So my name actually is Seku, and it's how you pronounce it, and it means warrior, and it also means learned. It's an African name, and depending on which region of Africa that, you know, the language comes from, it can mean warrior or learned. And so uh, I loved embracing that because I feel like I both live in the education world, right? A lot of what I do, I'm an an ex-fifth grade teacher, I come from two parents who were educators, college professors, and even now on stages as a, as a keynote speaker, I'm going and helping to change people's thinkings, to educate them, to give people new ideas and takeaways and new ways of, of approaching what they do. So I love the learn and learned aspect of the name. And I'm also a fighter. You know, I'm out there fighting for what I believe in. I'm out there fighting for the purpose that I serve on this planet. I'm out there fighting for the communities and the causes that I think will make this world better. So I love being able to embrace both the warrior and the learned aspect of the name Seku. So that's interesting that your parents were college professors. Did they have a great influence on you? Oh, tremendous. I I feel like I'm the apple leaning right next to the tree, you know, just fell next to the tree and stayed. Because if you think about my work, it is an intersection of education, art, and entrepreneurship. And both of my parents were educators, like I said, college professors. Dad was at Cal State Hayward, which is now Cal State East Bay in Northern California. And mom was at colleges from Howard University in D.C. to Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta. And they were also both artists. Dad was a painter, sculptor. Mom was a a dancer, choreographer. And they are both entrepreneurs. Dad had the first museum dedicated to African-American athletes 
Olympic athletes in Oakland, California, and mom began the first African-American dance company in uh, the Bay Area in Berkeley. So I really came from that. Yes, go out there and do those plays and make that music. But you go into college, boy. And when you get out of college, feel free to make your own path. Like that was kind of <laughs> that was sure. kind of the, the trinity of my of my upbringing. And so it really did lead me and empower me to ultimately do what it is that I do now, teach through my art and through my own business. Why is language so powerful for you? It is the most effective way that we have to convey, to, to connect, to express ourselves, and to move the needle forward with what it is that we are trying to accomplish in this world. So I've always just been fascinated by the power of, of language. You would think that I would I was an English major, like I think you said you were, um, but it wasn't so much in my formal education that I found my love for language. It did come through my artistry. I loved, you know, I loved English class, always excelled at English class and so forth. But I ended up being a sociology major, I think, because it was the social cause aspect and it was the social impact aspect that was moving me as well. But I discovered really my love for language through hip hop in in seventh grade, seventh and eighth grade. I discovered hip hop music which, you know, ultimately was around the same time that I began to discover poetry. My seventh grade English teacher called me haiku as a nickname. <laughs> and so I really began to both kind of fall in love with poetry and with, with poetry through hip hop and pursued that. I also fell in love with the stage. That was when I first did my first play and fell in love with acting. And I just pursued both through middle school, high school, college and beyond. And then after college is where I began to have more success in on the music side of things and so i began to chase record deals more heavily but i was always you know almost like too poetic for hip-hop <laughs> you know it's like yeah. i had i had one of the most common experiences that i had was record execs that were telling me yo i love your work i listen to your demo every day on the way to work and on the way home but it's just not the formula enough. It's not shoot them up, bling, bling, you know, everything that hip hop was doing, but we love what you're doing. And so then I started going to open mics to just say, well, I'm going to build a fan base for my own music and, do, and release it myself. And in the process of going to these open mics is when I sort of accidentally fell in love with spoken word poetry, had no intention of falling in love with this art form because I'm leaving a multi-billion dollar industry for, you know, a multi-hundred dollar industry with no models and no idea of what I was going to yes. do with it. But it was kind of like, I'm here now, I'm in love with it. So what can I do with it? And that's when the entrepreneur in me kicked in and said, well, what if we go create some models for poets? And that's really what led me to the career I have today. We'll be right back after a message from this episode's sponsor. Liquidity worries keeping you up at night? Aloya Corporate Federal Credit Union stands ready to assist. Just as cooperation is in the DNA of credit unions, liquidity access is in the DNA of Aloya. Your needs, our focus, always. Now back to my discussion with Seku. Anybody who's been to a poetry slam that it's, knows it's about much more than words. They're very organic events. Yeah. And it's a performance. It's about emotions, capturing people's hearts. Yeah. And it's really no different than, I mean, you talked about rap, so it's, it's no different than any rap act. But what makes your show so powerful? When I first started going to open mics, I was delivering my hip hop lyrics. But 
again, you talked about the love of language. I love language. I put a lot of work into my words. And I feel that sometimes with hip hop, the words can get lost in the music. Right. And so I loved getting up there and, and being able to perform a cappella. And I was free of the, the, the politics of hip hop. I was free of we're having to worry about was the hook commercial enough to sell and the beat yeah. and all of that. And I was able to just just spit the spit the lyrics. And and I and I felt like a lot of rappers would get up and would deliver their rap with the same cadence as if they had the beat. And so we'd still get the words lost. And I would end up doing more sort of a, a, of a conversational spoken, a, a discussion, you know, conversational style of delivering my lyrics that was a lot more organic to just how we naturally talk. And that took off. Really, people could really appreciate my words and they got all of the lyrics. And that really got good to me. And I loved being able to go to these venues and just uh, be appreciated for my words without having to worry about did it say diamonds or Ferraris enough time to <laughs> to have it uh, to have it yeah. sold, right and so that's really what ultimately then began to have me fall in love with spoken word and when that took off with my hip hop I said well maybe I'll try some traditional spoken word poetry I started doing some of that and that took off really well and and so I I, I brought all of that I brought that background of experience that, to my spoken word so you have the lyricism in my spoken word style you have the the rhythm and the cadence in my spoken word style right. but not restricted to it you also have my acting my theater background you know you have me working the full stage you have me as a big performer being up there and so I was able to bring that theatrical that comedic that storytelling that hip hop that lyricism aspect to my spoken word and I think all of these things just helped me to stand out a bit more in that world and really bring that passion that connects to people and then ultimately bringing that to the public speaking world. So then I went on to create a new category of public speaking called poetic voice that seamlessly blends inspirational speaking with spoken word poetry. And it helped to break the preconceived notions and the misconceptions that people had of what spoken word poetry was because it brought them, it brought it to them in this format that they were used to a keynote format, but they were not used to experiencing performance and art seamlessly woven inside of a full 60 minute keynote. So meshing these two together created this profound new experience for a lot of the business audiences and the public speaking audiences that I go to now as a poetic voice. But I still bring that passion, that storytelling, that hip hop, that theater, all of that is a part of what it is that I do. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see you bring hip hop to our audience. It's going to be fun for all of us. If you imagine, if you've seen Hamilton and you've seen a TED talk, I like to think of poetic voice as Hamilton meets TED. There right? you go. You got the storytelling yeah. and the business content of TED. You got the 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 theatrical performance element of Hamilton. The only difference is there's no break, so you won't know. One minute I'm, I'm giving business takeaways. The next minute, oh, wait, he's rhyming. The next minute, oh, wow, this is actually actionable content. And the next minute, oh, wow, this feels like comedy. The next minute, why am I crying? This is a powerful story, right? And I love that because it prevents an audience from getting ahead of me. So credit unions, get your hearts and your muscles and your minds ready because we're going to bring a new experience to you. And I think our audience is ready for that. And yeah. one thing you mentioned, you mentioned actionable content. And, one th and I watched one of your videos and you talked about when you typically when artists are at conference, whether it's, you know, you, it's writers or photographers or musicians, it's considered a break from the content. But you're an innovator and you're breaking new ground. You don't want your work to be a break from the content. You want your work to be part of the content. Do you want to you want to explain that a little bit? That was one of the critical distinctions in 
in creating poetic voice as a speaking category. People, you know, people felt like, okay, I got it. I understand what spoken word poetry is, but the, but the, one of the big challenges that I was up against, well, one of them was just, it, it was the entertainment factor. It was, this belongs at the holiday party, not at the senior leadership meeting, or this belongs in between the speakers. So the biggest challenge that I had, right, when you talk about advocacy, when you talk about fighting for something new, when you talk about creating awareness, the biggest challenge that I had with that was helping people to understand that a new experience was possible. Because there was this mentality of here's how you run a meeting. You have your your opening video that galvanizes the room. You have some big performance that that sort of raises the artistic and 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 human energy of the room, right? The and strikes that note. Then you have your CEO that comes in and gives the uh, industry specific actionable content, and then you have your inspirational speaker that comes and just inspires you with with prosaic public speaking. And I had to constantly go to this industry and say, but what if they could all be in one type of presentation? What if one type of presentation could hit all of those different notes? Right. And the difference is the word seamless. That became the, the sort of USP, right? The distinguishing factor in what poetic voice is, is typically I'm not the first poet or even artist who is a public speaker, but I have basically I'm an artist and a public speaker seamlessly woven. So what you typically would have was, okay, I'm, an, I'm a performer. I'm going to perform. You're going to applaud. Then I'm going to speak and I'm going to tell some stories, set up a few things, and then I'm going to perform again and you're going to applaud and then I'm going to speak. And it's like a glorified set. And I said, well, what if it, you, you didn't have that distinction? What if you just didn't know when one ended and the next began? And what I loved about that was that it prevents the audience from getting ahead of you because an audience is sort of pre-wired, hardwired to sort of check out, right? You got a speaker that gets up there. They've got their five, their, their PowerPoint slide with, here are my five talking points. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And the audience goes, great, got it. See where you're going. I'm going to check Facebook or TikTok right now, right? And they check out. And I wanted to create this experience where just when they're ready to check out, it's, it's comedy. Just when they're ready to check out, oh, he's moving in this way that feels like performance. Just when they're ready to check out, it's storytelling, theater, you know, spoken word, hip hop, et cetera, et cetera. And just when they think, wow, this is only entertainment, they're grabbing their phones going, oh my God, I just wrote, that, wrote down a bunch of notes. I just tweeted a bunch of thoughts to my team. The best, the best reactions that I love and how I knew Poetic Voice was working exactly like I wanted it to was you would have two types of reactions. You'd have someone that would come to me and say, hey, that idea that I've been talking to my team about, but we were scared to commit to because it felt too creative or innovative. I just called them and greenlit it. Thanks to your speech. Thank you. We're going for it. And then, you know, I'd be on the elevator with that one, with that person. And then I'd get off and I'd hop onto an elevator and someone would say, hey, after your speech, I called my son or my mom and I told them, thank you. Or I told them I'm proud of them. And I, and I just created this very human connection with my wife or whatever it is. And it had nothing to do with the business. And that's what I want in a poetic voice presentation is that you come in expecting suit tie all buttoned up and you leave with your tie loose, your buttons down and you're a human being because art has a way of humanizing content far better than anything else. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. What's in your strategic plan for 2023? From the classics, like liquidity and check processing, to the cutting edge, like real-time payments. You name it, Aloya Corporate Federal Credit Union is here to make it happen. And to make it easier, 
It's that simple. Our job is to make your job easier.